guys, and welcome to episode four. Four? Four? <laughs> I will preface this that we're in a weird mood. Like this, yeah. we came into this in a very weird mood. Um, it is, this is going to be interesting. So hopefully I will be able to edit this together in a way that is coherent. Like we've literally been here for about 45 minutes and we couldn't Chat start it. the recording. We've already, we already had a conversation. <laughs> we already, because it was like, let's get it out of our system. And we're like, we're not getting it out of our system. Let's just go right <laughs> into it. So I hope you are ready for a, a weird, strange, crazy episode, which I think probably you are. If you are someone that is coming back week to week, I think you get it for what we're doing. Um, we actually, I, don't even, I don't even think we're going to stick to the subject. No, not even a little. <laughs> like, that's the mood we're in. I've got notes I, next to me to look for about the subject, but I don't even think... I'm looking at it, I'm going, oh. Yeah. I think... Um, <laughs> so, we may be talking about cloud, or it could just be Owen and I just uh, talking about our week. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a long week. Talk, I don't know. I don't want to no. talk about that. No, no, we're not going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about other stuff. Uh, it, hey, there's a hurricane coming for Texas right now. <laughs> Holy crap. On top of everything else, we have a, we, there's this, we always say it's coming right for us. <laughs> like there's a hurricane. We've, we've so, had hail, we've had hail today. <laughs> oh my gosh. Y'all's weather is, is so, yeah, it I'm, makes me think of Monty Python of let's not go to <laughs> Camelot well, it's, it's a silly place. <laughs> it's, it's rained, it's rained today. It's hailed. Oh my today. God. It rained in the UK. It's been, it's been quite Headline. cold today and now it's hot and now it's fairly hot. It's now fairly hot and sunny evening there although it is not far from sunset so it's yeah our weather's never normal <laughs> no and i you've heard me say this about living in texas if you don't like the weather wait 10 minutes it, it will change so we've hit our first triple digit i sent that picture about yeah. our first hundred degree day um but with this hurricane i'm hoping some cooler weather will come in and maybe we'll just get rain and breezes and cold weather and not like well, you could just bring me over and it'll start snowing again. <laughs> oh my gosh, we should totally talk about that. I know, I think this episode actually, let's put a, let's put a caveat on, we'll, we'll definitely come back episode five. We're going to yeah. pick up part two. I don't two. think we're going to talk about it. I don't think, I don't think, I think Owen and I are in a mood today with everything that we have gone through in with Corona and, and everything that's happening here and everything that's happening over there in the world that we just kind of want to hang out and like talk about stuff and, and not have to think it is, I, can you tell it's been a long week? I think the world has just weighed down yeah. on us to a point, but I would love, do you mind if I tell that story about, yeah. <laughs> okay. So for our listeners, which we can kind of track where everybody is in the world, which are predominantly uh, UK. So I, I need to, for those of us for American, I know you know this, with Texas, where we are, especially in Austin, snow is not common, not even a little. It is very uncommon for us to have snow in this area. Like you're only going to get any sort of snow very northern Texas. And if you know anything about Texas, we're so big, that's so far away. So weather for the week that Owen and another colleague of ours that was here for a conference had been pleasant. It's February. February in Texas is not winter. It's actually very pleasant, right? You had beautiful 70 degree days. We're outside in short sleeves. And there was only a couple of days that were overcast. T-shirts, you know, t-shirt shorts. And we, were, we had a lovely Airbnb where we had a patio outside. It was absolutely lovely. And so we have... As a company, we do these vendor events. We had a vendor event where we took someone out with us and, and they introduced us to a place called Pete's, Pete's Piano Bar. If you are from Texas or you are from Austin, you know Pete's Piano Bar is a great place. It's dueling pianos. Uh, you can request popular songs and this place is packed. Because of it being a teacher conference, there were a lot of people there making bad decisions. Not us, we were being very conservative. I will feel like our group for the whole was being very conservative, hanging out, doing, you know, having a good time. We ended up right there, like right next to the stage. Okay, we were right at the front of the stage. We were right at the front. We got lucky. Um, someone that I knew recognized and, and they were leaving and they let us have their table. 
Um, oh, customers of ours, and that is at the front. They were customers of ours, yeah. And so we had a great time. You know, um, we had had a good meal, and we'd hang out, and we all had some beers, and we were singing, and it was lovely. So we walk outside. Best ball ever. <laughs> it is. We walk outside, and it is snowing now. When it snows in Texas, people lose their minds. So it oh, was yeah. <laughs> funny to see your reaction and our colleagues' reaction who are used to snow, watching Texans like out of the street, like swirling in circles like this. Like, 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 look at the snow. <laughs> was the thing was as well, it, it, although it was snowing, it actually wasn't that cold. That everyone right. else was like, where's my coat? Yeah, it's like freaking out. Or like trying to like catch it. And it was like this magical I mean, experience. Me and Matt were just and... wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> of all of basically, these people. Basically, if, we were, if, if, if that had happened in the UK, we'd be classed as Geordies because Geordies only wear cheap t-shirts. And then Geordies are. <laughs> I think for me, it was more funny of just the... The amount of people that had spilled out into the street that were stopping traffic because it's no, and it wasn't like they stopped traffic and the people in the the cars were upset. The people in the cars were like, oh, "I understand it's snowing. Like it's such a rare thing to snow in Austin <laughs> that even like on Sixth Street, which is their major like downtown bar area where we were, everyone was just parked and just like." Oh, like it's this magical experience. <laughs> so yes, you did get to experience what real Texans freak out about snow. We just don't get it here. And so I, th I found that infinitely funny of watching. One of, the, one of them was saying it was like the first time it snowed in 10 years or something like that. Yeah, that is super, super rare. And the fact <laughs> that it happened in just a random way, it was like an hour window that we happened to catch it as we were leaving to get into our Uber to then go back to the house. And, and you know, by the time, honestly, by the time we got an Uber back to the house, it had stopped and it had like immediately it melted. Because the ground but it was Because so I'd gone outside during the piano and it started snowing while I was outside. And obviously, I got to stand outside on my own watching this chaos. And it's ca it's cool. absolute chaos, absolute right? Chaos. Yeah. All, these, all these people come crowded. Can we get into Pete's piano bar? We want to cold. Oh it's my God, it's snowing. Everybody panic. Yeah. So um, I, I'm so Great pleased. It's entertaining. It's so, so entertaining. I'm so pleased that you guys got like this just crazy experience. And, <laughs> and this is like two years in a row because the previous year when we were in San Antonio, similar it i can't can you say i can't say that word similar it's like statistic oh my god i, I can't, can't say that's got some yeses and a parallel experience <laughs> <laughs> don't think that's the right word nope no perpendicular i'm gonna edit this out um <clears throat> So the year similar. before, yes, there it is. Similar, so similar. the year before, a similar layer is like cinnamon. When my girls, we say cinnamon, we're always like cinnamon. Um, we had the same thing. It's the same conference. It's in February, but this year it's in San Antonio. We had guys over from the office the entire week. It had been beautiful, 70 degrees, beautiful. And then like overnight, it went from 75 to 28. Like it just dropped. And it was cold, like that, that wet cold that Texas gets. And they were all like, what is this? And I'm like, you guys should be used to cold. They're like, oh, this is a different cold. I was like, okay. And they couldn't believe that within the span of 12 hours, because when we went to bed, it was still the air conditioner was on. And when we woke up, it was like, you know, you're freezing and we're trying to load cars and vans with equipment. And we're putting on every piece of clothing that we had brought with us um because it was so cold so that's just texas weather for sure but i love no snow there but I, I i do i absolutely will always one of my favorite memories is walking out and seeing that snow <laughs> it, also, it just the reactions of everybody that was a fun night that was a good like we had that was uh, that was a really that was a lot that of fun really, really, really good it night, was yeah. a lot of fun yeah um we have to do that again next summer over there. Yes, a counterpart of ours will be that was actually present with us on that evening will be joining us as a guest, and I will love to hear. I would love to hear his perspective on hanging out with us as a group 
kind of as a like outside observer, but part of um, this this person that will be on the show. I don't want to introduce him until he's here because he has agreed to be on the show. He will be on the show in the future. Um, him and I have known each other for like 15 years. I looked it up. Like I looked up, I have documentation of when we first met and it was like 16, I think I actually said it, it was 16 years ago. This is how long him and I have been friends. I would love to hear his <laughs> like take on our little group uh, and that, that everything that happened. So, but yeah, Austin is beautiful. I'm glad that y'all got to experience that. Um, that conference next year is in Dallas. I thought it was Houston. Nope. Dallas. Dallas. It was Houston, wasn't it? For next year? Yeah. No. I thought it was Houston. Sure. Mm-mm. No. Oh, that's, even, that's even better. I hope I'm allowed to go then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know who's coming. I know I'll be there, but I don't know who else yeah. is going to get to come. It's like a rotating, um but yeah so dallas will be an experience in and of itself and um i don't know what to tell i don't know how to preface you i don't know how to prep you for dallas austin is easy dallas is different it's, it's okay go for me go and get owen to dallas <laughs> <laughs> like hashtag I get people that go email, email my bosses and say he's got to go hashtag to dallas owen for dallas um <laughs> Vote for, yeah. <laughs> Vote for Owen. Four more years. Oh, we cannot. Um, so you, yes, it's in Dallas this year. Yeah, so. Not four more years. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk political. We've already been too uh, political. We're not gonna jump into that. Um, so I don't even know how to segue into the next segment. I mean, of course, we'll either edit or not edit this, depending on how this flows when I look at it later. Um, but I have no idea what we're even gonna talk about now. We could talk about cloud computing. <laughs> or we could talk about this terrible beer, but I don't want to like blast this, you know. We need sponsors, and I don't want to be like, this beer is terrible. Yeah, we're not really doing it for sponsors, are we? So. Okay, well, I got a new beer, and it's terrible, and I don't like it. It's called Saloon Juice. So, Saloon Juice. Um, right, sorry. Sorry. Silly webcam's gone, but Aldi Aldi soda quality. And y'all spell it wrong with the R. <laughs> what, what do you mean we spell it wrong? C I D R E. It's C I D E R. Cider. Like, not cidery. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's C E D C I D C C I D E R. Did it say cider? Is it spelled correctly on there? I spell it the French way. Oh, uh, well, we're not going to talk about the French. Uh, I can't. Cider. And the, oh, it is spelled. There you yeah, go. Right. Oh, it's always. It's there you the, go. The only time I've ever seen it spelled that way is when you're buying the new, uh, the, the Stella one. Because Stella Artois do cider as uh, well. They've got it spelled that way, I think. And I find it funny that our version of Stella Atois here in the States is way different than how you guys, well, I know, and I'm afraid that we're going to say things that are going to be taken the wrong way. So I don't know if we can keep this in, but I know you'll call it wife beater. Yeah. And that came up. It's infamously called wife beater over here. Yes. Which for us, wife beater is like a, a white tank top. We use the, that slang and in the same context but it's based off of like tank tops and um i at my 40th birthday party we had invited a lot of people and some of them you know were fr my friends from overseas and friends from here and one of my colleagues from my job loves stella and we were at the this steakhouse and he ordered stella <laughs> and someone said oh wife beater and he was just like what this is a premium like malt liquor and we just couldn't <laughs> stop laughing about the words premium malt liquor and so now it's become kind of an inside joke with all of us here about stella and wife beater so yeah well yeah you've already got a google wife beater beer there's my cue in a minute mm -hmm. um <laughs> wife beater beer and Stella is the first one that comes up, but, uh, <laughs> and but, the whole the whole image search is literally 
but marketed here it. it's a premium beer that comes that you're supposed to get this like chalice with like the gold rim and they like use a knife to cut off the foam on the top yes, and like exactly. that's, that's how it's marketed it. here marketed. as like i haven't seen it marketed like that for i've not actually seen any marketing for stella here for quite i can't remember the last time i saw it, it used to be marketed as you say is like this premium beer but well, that's the scene to have stopped I'm not even sure where the where the whole wife beater comment came mm -hmm. from. Really, I actually want to find out now. I want yeah. to know where the whole wife beater thing came from. I don't know. I mean, for I'm going to Google that. <laughs> you're going to Google it. We need, um, if you watch Joe Rogan, we need uh, Jamie. That's what we're like, Jamie, look that up. Um, but yeah, for here, for marketing purposes, you'll see um, the girl from Sex in the City. There was a whole commercial series where she only drank Cosmopolitans, but she goes to a bar and she orders a Stella. And the dude, you know, from Big Lebowski, yeah. he comes in and he, his infamous, you know, his famous drink is the white Russian. And he comes in and everyone, she like drops the plates because he orders a Stella instead of a white Russian. Like they had a huge marketing campaign for it about this like high end premium beer. And then I travel over there and I'm like, why are you drinking that? Like, that's terrible. Like, don't drink that. Um, I do have a story about the first time I came over, I was very adamant about the fact that I wanted to go to an actual pub. Like I wanted to do like British pub, that whole experience of going in and having, you know, a nice dark beer pulled for me. And, you know, I was really always every day I was there for like eight days and we hadn't had the time. So finally we had time. There was a group of us that went to this pub in London and I was so excited to go to the bar and they, they, you know, she pulls me like a really nice beer. And then everyone in our group then proceeds to order Budweiser, which for us here in the States, it's really crap beer. <laughs> I was like, why would you drink Budweiser? Would you have this amazing, like... <laughs> and then the girl, the, the bartender... The, the only time I drink Budweiser here is when it's on tap. It tastes nice on tap over here oh. in the bottles. Uh, no. But on tap, it, it tastes lovely on tap, especially when it's nice and cold on tap. It's really nice. No, it's piss water. It's uh, piss water. No. no, 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 no. Pee water over here is Foster's. <laughs> Well, that stuff is pee water. Laughing. I, I could not get over how <clears throat> every British person in our group ordered Budweiser, and I was the only one that was like, "What's the most British beer you got?" I don't even know what it was. It was dark, <laughs> and it went right. I I, I find I found that also different. That pours here will have like a head on it, whereas this went right to the top of the glass, which was hard because it was a full place, and we were trying to walk outside, and I had this like huge pint, and I was trying to not spill it yeah, everywhere. Yeah, you got a proper pint. <laughs> And I did learn, and that was something, as soon as we got outside, <clears throat> the guys schooled me on what a proper pint was, because I was saying, you know, this is why we have a head on this, so you just lose foam as you're walking across the bar, and they were like, no, 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 like, it's got to go right to the top, like, get your money's worth, I was like, but I spilled, like, half of it on the, you know, on the way out <laughs> What here. you're supposed to do is, when, when you get it handed to you, yeah, what you're supposed to do, when you get it handed to you, is drink some of it there and then. Because you're getting a because you're paying for a pint, uh -huh. so you're gonna get it filled to the top. Now, all right, you're gonna lose that foam. Don't, don't worry about that. Drink it before it, it's it's a travel drink. It's a travel sip. So while you well, while you're I going back now. to see the travel drink, so. I know that now. Um, did you get Did you get to play Save the Queen? By the way, no. You didn't get to play Save the Queen. Oh, well, when the next time you're over, here, you're gonna play Save the Queen. Yes. See, I, 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 this is why I can't wait to travel because I know I've been yeah, over there enough. You're going like, to play Save I've the Queen missed. a lot and then you're not going to like it. <laughs> oh, no. Don't tell me that. Like, I have all these, like, traditions and stuff I, that I, I definitely want to be. I you guys have got, I, expect, I, fully, I fully expect that you, you guys over there have a version of Save the Queen. Is it like a drinking game or something? Oh, well, not really. Sort of? It's just, no? There's banter, I guess you could say. Oh. Yeah. Basically, have... if you have a coin... With a queen's head on it, and you drop it in the pint. You've got to save the queen and drink that pint. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I imagine you guys have a version of that, but it's probably like save the president or something. Like that. No, <laughs> no, not right now. Um, <laughs> uh, I, the only thing 
that I can get that I can think of that's anywhere close to that is and for those Texas viewers, let me preface this that I'm a longhorn all the way, but I am going to talk about Aggies, so excuse me. Um, A&M College, there's a huge rivalry between A&M and UT, Longhorns and Aggies. And Aggies, when they graduate, they dunk their rings, they get class rings. And part of their tradition is they take the ring and put it in a pint of beer and you have to drink the beer to get your ring out. That's like your transition, your graduating college. Um, here at SFA, where I live, you uh, wear purple. That's their colors. You put your hand in like a thing of paint to get your ring and your hand is like stained purple. I'm sure the long, you know, of course, Longhorns have their own traditions and everything, but yeah, um, it is, it is definitely <laughs> you, if you're in Texas, you're on one side or the other. Um, well, I'd say that, but everyone's going to have their own colleges, but definitely between Aggies and Longhorns is the biggest one. There's going to be someone out there that's like, you know, I'm something else. So we don't have college rivalries over here, or school rivalries. Not that I'm aware of, anyway. Ooh, it's all football based, so that's no, probably it's all why. football. It's, it's all, all football, football based here for you for football, soccer, but for like football, football here. Yeah, I find sure. it really. I find. Well, I, I, I'm guessing it's because of the size of the countries, really. Because obviously we've got thousands. Oh, I like to say thousands. Thousands might be. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you no. Know, thousands. I would say we've got thousands of football teams. Really, <laughs> football. I didn't realize that. Yeah, or from like grassroots, which is like your, okay. you know, your Sunday league after mm -hmm. a football teams that you play every Sunday morning at half ten. Oh God, oh, I think about nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Getting up at half eight in the morning to go to a football match and play football at half ten in the morning on yeah. Sunday. On a uh -uh. Sunday, yeah, mm -mm. uh, that was that's always painful. Um, and then you got your Saturday leagues, lower grassroots level football. You got your school football teams, your college football teams. You've got your university football teams. You've got your non-league football teams, which is the. Oh God, I lost track how many how many tiers there are of the non-league. And then you got the, the leagues, the actual leagues, which the non-leagues can go up into. And there's one, two, three, and then four, which is the Premiership one, which is the one everyone knows about where Manchester mm -hmm. United live and all that so wow I didn't even realize there were that many mm. I, I, I will tell you I'm very ignorant about football f-u-t-b-o-l <laughs> football over there not it's like football here. it's uh, it's it's a it's easily a you could easily class football over here as a religion quite easily it, by far absolutely I would say the same here for not but like football I mean, yeah. you've heard of Friday Night Lights. That's an actual, that's a thing here. Football yeah. in Texas is massive. It is, and even for us that we're not Rugby a big sport family. <laughs> <laughs> Rugby with armor on. <laughs> I mean, essentially, yes. It's, uh, I mean, you know, we have rivalries, schools versus, I mean, football is a thing. And like I said, even we're not sports family, but we still, I still know everything about it. And if I was pushed, I would still have like, I'm a Longhorn. I'm a, you know, this is my yeah. favorite sports team. Like we still, you know, you're brought up in that culture. I actually quite prefer the way that the, in a way I prefer the way sports teams, I think I prefer the way anyway. I really, I don't really have a massive strong opinion on it, but I seem to prefer the way that the way the US runs its sports teams and the way that it selects its players and things like that. They seem to, they seem to try and make it a very even play field for mm -hmm. the teams that are struggling. They get first pick on the best players, don't they? Is that right? Is that how it works? Um, I, I believe, now again, you're asking someone that I am not well versed yeah. in this, but I, I believe you're right in that when they go to the draft, that it's based off of you know if you're the best, it's like if a, you're the best, you get the last picks, don't you? Yeah, and then you it's that way they try to like so you don't have this team that can just pick cherry pick cross and it's just dominant. Of course, you're not going to have because it's broken into the. Uh, and I'm someone, please correct me in the comments, AFC and NFC. I know there's two separate, yeah. like, I don't know. groups. I, don't I mean, I was trying to explain this to you at, and when we were, because you were there for Super Bowl, and I was much more uh, verbose about it. Like, I knew exactly because I looked it up, and now that's been months ago. But, yeah, there are two <laughs> different 
groups of teams that they independently play each other and then whoever is the winner of that oh, yeah, bracket then they come, uh -huh, and then they come together for the super bowl and then that's yeah. how they figure out the super bowl yeah. so to keep it fair so that as far as the drafts as far as players and of course there's trades and they can become free agents and all of this other stuff um but most of that i think is when they come out of college um, or if they go to free agents, they can like be traded across. It's teams. like a big event, isn't it? The drafting. Isn't oh it? yeah. Oh, it's huge. Oh yeah. It's it's. You've got none of that over here. I'll just say none of that whatsoever. It's basically the teams with the most money. Just they just swap and trade and buy players, left, right, and center. There's no like college drafting or anything. Like that. There's no college system of any sort in football in our in in our football. Mm -hmm. There's none of that sort of system in place. It's if you get spotted at an early age, you join a football team's academy. So you effectively, from like whatever age that they find you or spot you or scout you, you can join that team and have like a child's contract or a youth contract or whatever it's called, and you play for that team um, during in their youth age groups. So you're still going to school, still going to college. But you're not playing for the mm -hmm. school or college. You're playing for Manchester United under under 11s or under 12s or under 18s or whatever that is. Um, same with all the other football teams. And there's a lot of football teams that actually make a lot of money out of doing that because what they end up doing is when they get to a certain age, they sell the youth players onto the big players if the youth players are good enough, especially the lower team youth academies. Like there's a youth academy system that's about half an hour away from where I live and their team doesn't even doesn't play in the big leagues it plays in the non-leagues what we call the non-leagues or the lower leagues <clears throat> and but their academy makes the academy makes the football team more money than the football team itself wow <laughs> that's crazy I mean, players are going and getting sold i mean there's a player called there's a brazilian player called neymar i think is the most expensive player and he was sold to from barcelona in Spain to Paris Saint-Germain in Paris, France. He was sold for £190 million. That would be like $250 yeah. or something like that. Gosh. That is before all the added extras. I actually think it works out. I think it works out in maybe $250 million dollars or 300 million dollars the actual deal does it but it's added on bonuses if he mm -hmm. if he achieves certain things they have to pay barcelona a certain amount it's honestly unbelievable the amount of money that is spent on that's crazy on but i mean i, I don't th i i honestly don't know about content but i can't imagine i mean i would think that that would be the same here as far as our you know sports in nba and nfl and all of that they probably are similar to that but i don't know on that level that's it seems like a, a large amount. I, I can't imagine it. I would think that I would have heard about it if someone was like, yes, this guy got moved for 150 million. Like, I think it would be more in the 30 or 40 million range. Um, but yeah, so, so football here is, is, but that's, and that's a Texas thing, but football, as far as professional football is nationwide, you know, you have your team that you support and, um, everybody watches the super bowl i mean y'all saw how big when you were here in austin um how crazy the super bowl is yeah. it's it's such a huge thing even if you don't watch football you watch the super bowl for whatever reason <laughs> for the commercials or for the halftime show or <laughs> for whatever everybody watches the the super bowl it was a whole event um now i wish you guys knew how to chant there no, I mean no. You can't. No, we. There's no uh, chanting. There's no chanting. You guys, you guys should be amazing when it comes. To <laughs> you guys, I know. You guys just, you guys just don't seem. <laughs> you don't seem in tune with each other when you when you're chanting. You haven't. That's actually when you next come over here. I've got to take you to a football match. I'll take you to. Um, I'm going to take you to a Wolves game. <laughs> you come to the Molyneux. Yeah, I'll do that. And you can hear you can hear what chanting sounds like. Yeah, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not like Molyneux. is not not the not the greatest stadium for chanting and singing. But but I still I think experience. I would enjoy it. No, I think it I would enjoy it for experience. sure. It is an experience. I would love that. 
I mean, I recommend, I recommend it for anyone that comes over from America to go to a actual football game. <laughs> I will say I, we try, I, I wanted to do that. Um, last summer, my nephew, um, yeah. came. It's very hard to get tickets. Yeah. Um, he is absolutely fascinated with all things, uh, with the British culture. He, he, he came into this with Doctor Who. He he has his favorite football team, which I think is Manchester. They're the red, the red scarf, right? Okay, then yes, the that's scarf. Um, this is this. I'm limited knowledge, so I don't want to offend anybody. Please, please, I apologize if I offend. I'm not. That's not. I'm really honestly like I'm. I don't know. Um, but yes, he's very much. He's not going to be offended anybody. Don't worry. He drives, he drove a Mini Cooper that had like the Union Jack flag on it. Like he had tennis shoes, special made like Nikes that had Jell's flag on it. Like this is how much he just loves your culture. And he was completely fascinated with it. So I thought what would be great would, as an aunt, that I had the ability, I was going over there anyway, that he could come with me and be an intern in our office. And then I could have all these like cultural experiences for him that he wanted to do, especially Beatles and Abbey Road, because he's a huge Beatles fan. So um we i brought him over there's a, a whole litany of just craziness that happened to get him here and we finally i finally got him over there and one of the things that i wanted to do was because i couldn't get him to an actual football game was where we were staying in this this town next where we our offices in nottingham we were staying in Leftora. there is a, a pub there that was going to show while we were there a game of his favorite team which is I'm a, Manchester and it I researched it to make sure that we were going to go somewhere that there were going to be people there supporting and he had his scarf and he had his whole jersey and he was ready but something happened with work and I had to go back and work on something so I sent him to the pub with a different colleague of ours um and said please can you take him there because I don't want him to miss the like I don't want to say kickoff because I don't know what that means. Like the start, yeah, right. the right. start. Okay, because I had to go. I had to go back and do work. So I was like, "Could you please take him?" Because I don't want to miss him the experience. So, and he's eighteen. Let me preface: it. he's eighteen. So they went. I went to work, and I finished like in about forty-five minutes an hour. And then a, it, but just, just, just to clarify: this was a pub in Loughborough, right? Yes, yes. This was. So you should, yeah, yeah, that's all right. He should have been all right wearing a Man United jersey in Loughborough. Well, <laughs> I, I looked it up. I made sure that I found the place like, that that was somewhere that they supported that team, and it was okay for him to like roll up in there and. He's in a town. It wouldn't matter any. Yeah, yeah. Man. So I, I didn't want him to like roll up somewhere, and they're like, "We're gonna beat you." because you're the wrong color um so they went and i showed up now <laughs> the colleague i had sent him with um had asked him like do you drink and he said well no but my dad said because this was my first trip international they know the drinking age here is different that i could have a pint and they bought <laughs> him a beer and he didn't like it he was like oh this is awful and so he bought him a cider, which he liked. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, <I'm surprised. laughs> now, cut to by the time I got there, this kid is like three ciders in. <laughs> and is like having a great time. I was like, what have you done? <laughs> and the colleague that we were with got up, finished his beer, and goes, I'm going home. Have a good night. And left and left me <laughs> with my nephew. <laughs> who was feeling no pain, but it was an amazing, he had an amazing time. We watched the match. He was there with everyone that was cheering with him. I cut him off of that, made him start drinking water, which to no avail, because this is the first time ever being drunk. He was really good about it. It was oh, great. Oh, should have let him experience the full getting wellied. No, <laughs> he was fine. He had, he He's was 18. there. He I was mean, there. Honestly, um, 18 over here. Everyone, everyone is out. I, I wish know. I could be 18 again. It was, he had a good time. He got to watch his match. After we left, I, I was with a friend and we took him, he needed food. So we, we found that we, yeah, we found food. Um, and then we took him to some like dessert place or something and he got some crazy Sunday, but it was very funny to like, see, you know, as an aunt of yeah. my nephew to be like, you are far too responsible. <gasps> you are so drunk like, oh no. <laughs> um but he uh, 
thank goodness, thank goodness, he is a very pleasant drunk. He was very happy and go lucky and like. I should like carry on now. You know, he wasn't like oh, but I just I I I love that as a walk in. You know, I was like oh no. What day, what day was this? What day was this on? Was it? Uh... Uh, let's see. Uh, Wednesday. It was midweek. It was midweek. Oh my god. <laughs> when was it you came in was it august we were there in august remember we came in the weekend uh, before to give us some time to kind of hang out um and do some sightseeing and then he was in the office all week but in the evenings i was trying to like plan i mean we're in loughborough which is a lovely city it's limited in the amount of things that i could do for him now i had planned at the end of the week i did take him to london and I had built in a, a lot of things to, to like do for him. So we had three days in London where I packed in as much stuff as I could as far as touristy things. I surprised him with Abbey Road. He didn't know that we were going there. We just got off the train and walked down the road and, you know, surprised him with that. Um, you know, a lot of the tourists do at the Buckingham Palace and Big Ben and the London Eye and all this like touristy stuff then. But for the week that we were working, that's where we were. And so I was trying to like, but he had a good time. I mean, he had a good yeah. time at Tesco. He had a good time at Tesco. Tesco. <laughs> Tesco. <laughs> like, I can't even tell you. Why no Tesco? offense to Tesco. Hashtag not sponsored. But we would go to Tesco either the night or the morning before we went to the office to get like wraps and stuff and stuff in our hotel room to like have on hand because it was expensive to go out. And this kid was like a kid in a candy store at Tesco. Like I would lose him. He'd be like, <laughs> I've got this Cadbury candy that I can only get from the UK. I gotta go find it And this. And he would come like at one day, the day we were there, he came back, I kid you not, with like he was, it was spilling over his shoulders. Like <laughs> Cadbury candy, like specialty UK candy that he could only get on special occasions when family would order it for him for like his birthday or Christmas or something that was in Tesco that he was just like, oh my God. <laughs> He's he like, took it to the Cadbury factory. <laughs> and, and then it, what made it even worse, we went to the register and they had like limited edition Harry Potter shopping bags. And it was like his head like exploded as he's dumping all of this like specialty UK candy into these Harry, Harry Potter, Potter bags. bags. I, I mean, and then going back to his room and I, and, um, cause I put him in like, as to, so that he could have the experience. I mean, he's 18. He needed his own room away from his aunt. And I can only imagine he was just like sugar coma. <laughs> he's the candy that he was eating, but yes, this is, he had a good time. And every time we went to Tesco, he was just like, I love this place. I'm just gonna go, okay. <laughs> go crazy. I'm gonna stand over here by, you know, the chest of like you whatever that thing you buy, like a wrap and you get like a drink and a the Oh meal deal. Sandwich meal deal. Yeah, I'm gonna go stand by the meal deal case. You go do your thing and come find me when you're done. And then he would like come back with an armful of stuff. Um, but I, I made the mistake of telling him that I loved and I do love. Um, oh God, what are they? Um things that you put on top of your coffee they're dutch oh god why can't i think of the name of them right now on top of your coffee stroop waffles stroop waffles what are they um they're they're like these like caramel waffle things from the dutch that i got on the airplane one time it was like coffee. the coolest thing i've ever seen in my entire life and uh -huh. they're so tasty and they come in like this neat little package. They're like flat, they have caramel. And if you put them over the top of your coffee, they're like- Is it like, like a red and white packaging? Uh, it's white and blue. I think I know what you're talking about now, actually. Yeah. I think I may be pronouncing it, but Stroopwafel, I feel like it's correct. Um, one of the flights uh, I, I had over to there, they, they gave, and I was like, what is this? And she's like, oh, you put it over top of your coffee and it gets warm. And I was like, holy shit, what is, oh, sorry. Holy crap, what is this? <laughs> um, bleep. <laughs> um, and so I made the mistake of say, telling him that. And so he bought me like this massive package, which I'm never going to be able to eat in the short time we're there. So I actually had to put them in my luggage and bring them back with me. But those are, those are amazing. Uh, Stroopwafel, please. Uh, yeah. So that's, 
that's us. I, I hate that this was uh, not hate. I think this is cool. I think this is our conversation that this is more honest of Owen and I hanging out. <laughs> we didn't talk about anything. No, we didn't, we didn't. This is this is cloud technology part two, but not. No, we're gonna have to like say <laughs> it's been a long week. We've yeah. been stressed and we've had. Uh, it's been tough, so we just wanted to hang out. We I don't even know if we'll post this. We, we don't even, we, we may refilm this on Sunday. Who knows? I'm going to look back and be like, we got to refilm that. Boo. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But this is more of an honest conversation between friends. So maybe y'all like that more than us talking about. We do have a guest next week. So it will be more of a structured episode. Uh, we'll see. Um, you got to give us feedback as far as to what kind of episodes, if you kind of like these. And then we can do a hybrid. You know, some of the episodes can just. We put be- this in as a bonus. Yeah, we could, you know, just outtakes or something. Um, Owen and I hanging out. If I know that from feedback that some of, you know, most of our audience really likes that we talk about tech. So really like, um, um, they understand. I can't even think of the word. Like I'm so tired right now. Um, <laughs> oh, now to focus on. I can't. Uh, um, they understand what we're talking about. They've had the same experiences. So it's it's just like they're hanging out with their friends, having a beer. So with that being said, thank you for joining us for this episode. It was so great. Stopping you there. Let me, let me say about next week's guest. Next week's guest, um, he is a senior account manager for a um, for an MSP, I guess you could call them an MSP. Yeah. They're, not, they're not officially an MSP, but they behave and operate like an MSP, and he is their senior account manager. And he's going to come talk to us one about cloud technology so he's going to be part of this conversation about we'll, we'll probably make that cap part two cloud yeah. technology because yeah. he is a big advocate for it as well to be fair um and he's going to be talking about what his company has been doing uh, during this covid19 and what they've had to do how they've had to adapt i think it's going to be really interesting to hear how an msp has what they have been doing to change the way they do things because i think it's by the sounds of it, it's had to be a fast change from their old ways. Um, so I think it's going to be an interesting conversation to to have. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a- and, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping as well that because we have got other guests lined up mm-hmm. for, with a similar story, we're going to find out what how everybody's doing. How it, it might help our listeners who are listening who are in the same industry. They might think, oh, maybe we should have a look at doing that as well and things like that. So it should be a good conversation. Right, and the guest that we had mentioned earlier is is similar yeah. to that. That yeah, yeah. I mean, he runs his own business that he does, you know, support for school districts. And I really wanted to um, have him give us his opinion on how so much has changed because he's been with, and like I said, him and I, I've known him for sixteen years. He's been in this industry as a tech person, helping a lot of different school districts. So I'm like, I'm so curious to see everybody's outside perspective of the craziness that is, and I bet it you know, to kind of see how it has changed. But yeah, I'm, it's, I'm, been, it's, been, it's been a little bit difficult for us to see. It's been a little bit difficult for us to see the craziness, hasn't it? Because we're so in our own little was, bubble. Yeah. Like we're, the, the thing, we, we, we were already, we didn't purposely do it. We were already ready for right. this style of working. We were, we were already working from home. Yeah. We were yeah. Doing it. So it's not been, I mean, we have, before I say anything, we have got an office. Same, <laughs> we, we have do, an office we there. Have we have an office in the state. Yeah. But we don't need to do it. We've never needed to do it. We've never needed to be in an office because all our systems are mm-hmm. cloud hosted. All of them. There's not a single thing that I, I, I can't think. I haven't got, we've got anything. No, we haven't got, we haven't got a single server on site, not a single service. So none of our services, I mean, even, even my, um, the management of the actual office itself is cloud-based it's cloud based. <laughs> i mean it's it's it was like oh okay work from home that's easy i'm already like there are times where i'm like i can't make it into the office today work from home i, I already do that you know yeah. and for years and years working for the company i worked from home um before we had the office here in texas so it was it's, it's going like, to be really interesting it's going to be really interesting for us and maybe some of our listeners as well about how you've had to change because I'm yeah. really interested to find out how you've had to change, how you've been changing, and 
whether you think it's going to be a permanent change. I imagine it's going to be a permanent change because you, you don't want to be ready to stop this, aren't you, anyway? I mean, I happens. think it's going to be a hybrid. I think there's going to be mm. work from home, go to the office, you know, back and forth. Same with school that you're going to have in class. You're going to have distance learning. You're going to have online, uh, Zoom conferencing, Teams, all that sort yeah. of stuff. I think that the new norm is going to be what I think colleges have, and school districts have been pushing up until this point and needed some sort of catalyst to really push it over the edge as far as you know, students that needed some sort of opportunity to, they can't physically come to class. They can't sit in a classroom for whatever physical limitation, mental limitation, you know, with kids with Asperger's and autism and different things that excel better in a shorter, you know, focused, you know, sort of learning experience like this where they can interact one-on-one -on -one with, with an educator. So I feel like while of course terrible that it's a global pandemic but it i think it has pushed a lot of uh, people into this is the new norm we have the ability to be able to, to have that bandwidth speeds and internet connections for most users that yeah. learning from where they are where their homes are is going to be part of the new norm for education i think we're going to see a definite evolution of what traditional education was. It's not mm. going to be, you know, the little red schoolhouse where all the students go and sit in rows at their desk. And for, you know, I don't think that's going to be what's that's a, the new you say, From our first conversation, from our first podcast, my opinion has slowly been changing on what I said. Because I said, I don't think it's this whole situation is going to change the way they're doing teaching. However, in the last week, week and a half, I've been noticing a pattern with our own customers where they're actually, vast majority of them are teaching children at home mm -hmm. using tools like um, Teams or Google Meet Hangouts or whatever it's called now. I don't know. Is, is it called Google Meet now or is it called Google Hangouts? Meet, Team Viewer, Zoom, Teams? Uh, uh, I don't think anyone over is. I haven't seen anyone because I think Zoom's been um, classed as not allowed to be used in. Right. Uh, so probably Microsoft yeah. Teams and Google Meet, depending on you know what kind of. They're the only two I've seen, and it's just been it's been actually really interesting to see. And we've been speaking to a customer who. He says he's, he, he, even he himself can't believe how quickly teachers have transitioned from this classroom-based teaching to this. He's, his, his ticket, he said this, his tickets have gone from like, you'd average something like 10, maybe 15 a day. Yesterday alone, he had 70. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them were in school. The school's closed still. <laughs> yeah. So and the kids are still the kids are still being taught with their devices. So it's I was um, I am pretty shocked at I'm pretty shocked at the change already. I mean, it's like I'm only talking about a small number of schools, but it's it's it was a trend that I'm starting to notice through my job and what I do. I'm starting to notice a trend with schools making this change over. So it's, I'm going to take back what I said in the first episode and say <laughs> I think it's changing <laughs> it is i mean it is definitely and for here in the states we're in summer vacation now so typically mm. schools will ramp will start in late august first part of september and i there's no like we don't know what that's going to look like are students going to go back to school hopefully um if they do are they going to stagger it um a.m p.m is there going to be times where they have to go to school within distance learning so they can flatten the curve if there's a reflux before um and you know you can get a shot and um, become you know some sort of immunity to covid so i don't know i mean who knows what that's going to look like nobody we're we're just it's a wait and see right now and i i gotta tell you from talking with everybody, we all have our different opinions about it, but I think one thing we can agree on that distance learning is not gonna just stop. Like no. it's, it's become apparent that it can happen. Some students excel at it. They, 
we need to offer that as a service and they need to have mechanisms in place that can offer that as a service. It's another way to do education. You know, if you can have students that excel in a classroom with a physical teacher, do it. If you have students that need to be from home on a Zoom like this, um, that talk with their teacher or recorded lessons, do it. Whatever it takes to get them to the best part of their education, I feel like we're in an environment now that we can do that. That people yeah. see, oh, okay, we can offer a wide variety of education styles for everybody. Uh, I think that's what we're going to land on. But yes, with that being said, I'm so um this was a weird episode i hope that we get good feedback again we're looking for that feedback from you guys we want to interact with our audience uh, we're kind of tracking the numbers and every every week it seems like we have some uh the, the same listeners that come in we appreciate you and new uh new and unique listeners that come in that was great if you're coming into this episode <laughs> you're coming in on a weird one <laughs> yeah um typically we're no, or a good one we haven't talked about technology so I mean, no we just hung out like things. definitely we have this thing about we put it in our description that sometimes we're just gonna be hanging out having a beer and this mm. is what today was for sure so we definitely do talk about technology and education and support and everything around that but then there's gonna be episodes where we're just like you know what the world is crazy let's just talk about <laughs> snow in austin <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So thank you, everybody. Make sure that you do all the things that we ask you to do. Like, comment, and subscribe. We're on all of the podcast platforms. I'm sure if you're listening to us, you know that. Uh, we desperately are looking for your feedback to make sure that we can craft this show. We want to give shout outs to our users. So please send us feedback. Uh, we have an email address in the description that you can send us information. We have a website and then a Discord channel as well that we put that information in there. So I hope everyone is well and doing the best they can in this crazy Mayan apocalypse world that we're living <laughs> in right now. So I encourage everybody to, you know, spend this next time until you see us with your family and your friends. Have a good time. You know, have a beer on us. Just don't think about the craziness that is. No. You know, appreciate what you have and chill out relax man man go hug your kids <laughs> like i just i i'm 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 looking forward to this weekend of just watching movies with my kids and playing minecraft and just like trying to block all the craziness out and just have our little house of of family i'm i'm desperate for that you know with the pandemic and everything everyone's like oh, i'm gonna get outside and then we got outside it was like nope <laughs> no 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 we're gonna go back in <laughs> it's much better in there so thank you guys for joining us and we will see you, you. on the next one Bye bye, -bye.